Hey guys, welcome to the happy hour. Who doesn't love a good happy hour? I'm coming at you real and unfiltered to talk about self-care, mental health, and life. This podcast is designed to encourage, educate, and uplift each person that listens. I'm coming from both a clinical standpoint and a personal point of view to discuss various matters. The happy hour is here to let each listener know that no matter what you may be going through, you can turn your obstacles into triumphs. So go ahead and like, share, subscribe, follow, do all those great things, but just make sure you also listen. Hey, 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 happy Friday. You know who it is. It's your favorite podcast host, Ashley with Happy Hour. So today I got one of my favorite people in the entire world, my cousin slash god sister slash mentor, Ebony Joseph Granger. Say what's up. What's up, everybody? What's up? So we have no idea what we're talking about right now. We're just going to freestyle it, you know, but she um, has a great diverse background. She is also a counselor like me. She went to school. When did you go to school? Ooh, a long, long, long time yeah, ago. Yeah, I was going to say that, but I didn't want you to get mad. <laughs> when you graduated? Oh, a long, long, long time ago. Like in 2000, 2006, right? 2006. I graduated with my master's in psychology and counseling. Yeah. Yeah. And how long did you do that for? Um, A long time. Maybe like 10 years, I guess. You did it that long? Yeah. I don't feel like you did you it that long. You kind of start before grad school. Oh, okay. I started in an undergrad. I ended up running a mentoring program for a professor. Went on from there, did some internships between the jails, um, domestic violence, homeless shelters, moved on to residential treatment facilities with adolescents, um, ages 13 to 19 with comorbidity from substance abuse to and mental health, and then moved on to um, emergency services. Okay, what'd you do there? So emergency services in the state of Virginia Kind of like what I just did, kind of? I'm not, yeah, close, like similar. I'm not really sure, yeah. Where, so we kind of did a crisis. So anywhere, anybody in the community is having a mental health crisis, they call our hotline. Okay, that's the same yeah, thing Yeah, so I did. schools, jails, community, yeah. we show up or they come to us. We so evaluate. like a mobile crisis unit? Yeah. Okay, that's what I just did. Except I worked at the call center only, but we had a mobile crisis unit as yeah, well. so we do it all. Cool. All right, so what do you do now? So, Other than uh, be a fantastic mommy of four beautiful ladies. So now I think that's what I do. I'm a mom <laughs> of four beautiful ladies. Um, moved into a little entrepreneurship with my husband. and um, But I always feel like counseling is always there and, and prevalent and never goes away. Um, you know, so. Talk about the entrepreneurship with, with Jeff. Tell uh, us about that. There might be some people out there that need that. Well, you know, this is how that all went down. And, oh, I forgot to say I was a school counselor, too. So once I had, like, a few kids... <laughs> She got a whole almost basketball uh, team. I had a really, really smart mentor, um, professor. Shout out to Dr. Gatewood, wherever she is. But um, basically, when I was in grad school, she said, hey, look, you should kind of do a dual major, do school counseling and community counseling. That way, depending on where funding is falling, you can get a job anywhere. And so I kind of did that. And I did school counseling for a while because it allowed me to be home for weekends, holidays, and summers. And I, I absolutely love that. I had a military father, and my mom worked a lot, and I missed a lot of time with her. And so as a mom, I kind of made the decision that I really wanted to be around with my kids and be there and be present and be able to go to field trips and come in for lunch and do the cool stuff that my mom could never do. My dad was there, but not my mom. So um, did school counseling and um, worked in mostly at-risk schools and found myself kind of overworked and underpaid, loved what I was doing, 
But then I was watching my husband in corporate so America. Underpaid. And I was like, dude, you're like on the golf course eating steak lunch. <laughs> and why am I over here like giving all this time and energy? But I knew why because that's definitely my gift yeah. and my talent. But um, we decided to open an insurance company with a um, Fortune 50 company. And um, he said, hey, do you want to come work with me? And I was like, I'd love to. <laughs> and it was the best thing I think I ever did, just building business acumen um, being able to get out into the community and kind of do like the things that I really wanted to do on my terms, um, not being locked into a building. And so that's where I ended up going and found that anytime somebody called, I was still able to use counseling and therapy. And I mean, you know, we work in insurance. Somebody is in the middle of a crisis, like they just got in an accident and they don't know what to do, how to do it or what steps to make. And it was really cool to be able to just jump in and help them kind of deescalate think and then decipher and make the decisions and make and, and go from there. Or if there was a death in the family and our business was able to provide them with a check that was able to change their circumstances immediately, even though it had just changed drastically. So there was a lot of ways that I found um, that I was able to use my training, even in the insurance business. I'm sorry, guys, I got distracted. I saw a fire pit. But so what are you guys doing now? What's the venture that you guys are on now? So um, I think you'll find that entrepreneurship is like ever evolving and ever changing. And um, it's kind of like um, just always growing. You're not tied into one thing. And so right now we have transitioned and we have opened our own agency and it's called Granger Financial Insurance um, and website coming soon. Whoop, whoop. Um, it's like brand new and in the birthing process. And so basically we are just stepping out there on faith, literally jumping out there on faith. Okay. Let me not lie. We like, got, we like, uh, jumped out of a, a helicopter on faith. So <laughs> sometimes it has to be like that. Though. It does have to be like that. And, and speaking of that, I think that's a topic that we can talk about. Um, I think pretty much a lot of us in life, we are scared to take risks. We're scared to, we're scared of change. I'm definitely taking a bit risk and changing it, yeah and I'm definitely scared yeah change is like it's it's crazy it's scary it's uncomfortable it's um it can definitely like uh make you want to run the other direction but I I tend to like embrace change I tend to look for change um and not saying that I'm always ready for it but I do like change I suck at change that's all right I don't like change at all but while you were talking I just had a great topic idea what and it's not even about entrepreneurship, which what we're talking it? about. Good, because I didn't want to talk about that. Like <laughs> past relationships and moving on and finding the love oh, of your life. Right, and, let's do and, it. And, you know, finding that happiness even within that's yourself. Change. Yes, that's why I said, oh, I just thought about okay, that. Let's, let's talk about do that. that. So let's talk about it. What do you want to talk about? Um, I don't know. Do you want to talk about when, any of yours? When the setback is really the set up for the Hey guys, we took a little little bit of break, but we're back on it. What were we talking about? So we're talking about <laughs> when the set back is really the set up for great for greatness. Yes. So let's talk about it. Okay. Well, I will actually start because I haven't mentioned this at all on my podcast, and I was just waiting for the right moment and the right time to even bring up some stuff. But I feel like this is the right time and the right moment. So I will say there's been a lot of you know, things that I thought were setbacks in the recent, you know, 2019 and the 2018 type things, but really have been really big come ups. Um, for starters, I'll just start off and say, um, I just got released from my job two days ago, you know, and that came as a super duper 
crazy shocker. But what's so, you know, that setback was really a setup because I got offered a job at the VA. I've been trying to get into the VA for five years since I got out the Army. And never did I think I'd ever get in as a clinician, and the job is as a clinician. So that's, like, one of the the greatest setups right now, even though I'm nervous about, you know, the time between losing that job and coming up on a new job and money and all that kind of stuff. But I know that everything's going to be okay. But as far as love goes, you know, a lot of people might know, a lot of people might not know. I was engaged to be married. I was supposed to be married in April. Um, and basically, my ex broke up with me and caught off the wedding in December and that was really hard for me especially with the wedding being so super close um but you know that that was what it was supposed to be I look back now and I appreciate the lessons I appreciate what the relationship and what he taught me but that definitely wasn't my husband and that definitely wasn't you know the relationship I was supposed to be in so the setup from that though is just finding so much happiness after that and and whether I found happiness in somebody else or with myself the main happiness I have found has been within myself because I've learned to, you know, I'm still working on it, but I've learned to love myself more. I've learned to finally put myself first because I've never done that. <laughs> I've learned to, you know, build my self-esteem and my self-worth. Just, you know, you know, really saying, Ashley, you're it. Nothing else matters. This is what we're going to do. And I've said I've been selfish this whole year. I've done things that maybe some people would consider iffy or whatnot, like, I just jump into it like I'm in a new relationship and I'm very happy about my new relationship and I'm pretty sure there are some people that might be like well that's too soon or that's whatever but honestly I don't think there's a time frame Thank for anything we, we yeah we don't think about what nobody say <laughs> but I'm doing whatever makes me happy and I'm beyond happy in this relationship like the person I'm with is like amazing everything I prayed for that I never knew I needed or wanted and he's been that so so it's safe to say that that set up was set up was amazing yeah. <laughs> yes so those are some of my setups that I said like it definitely to some people might seem like a setback but they've been being big come-ups for me you know yeah what's your experience with that I mean I feel like I mean I think that's perfect a perfect example analogy I think a lot of times you know we have that whole analogy when one door closes another or ten other open yep um, I always tell people, like, the other part of it is you have to be willing to close that door mm -hmm. so that you can walk through the other one. Because if you're still stuck, like, in that doorway, there's no way that you're going to be over here to see the one that's opening up. So, that's true. Um, I, I had a major, what people would be considered a set back um, when I was, I don't even know how old I was at the time. But I was um, with my oldest daughter's father who I had dated from the time I was like 15 and um it was a set up a setback um when six months before our wedding he decided to kind of tell me that you know he wanted to do something different and I think in that moment you know people have a decision to make and a lot of times fear which my husband always tells my daughters Fear is false evidence appearing real, right? Fear will make you... Oh, I like or, that. False evidence appearing real. Yes. That's dope. Fear is false evidence appearing real. You know, it, it will have you feeling as though you can't do something or you shouldn't do something or, um, you know, just not doing something because of the fear of what's on the really the other side of that door, scared to walk through. And so, you know, fear will make us stay in a situation that we know... We need to get out of I definitely think I did that in my <laughs> last relationship. The fear of being alone, the fear the, of, yes, you know, the fear of everything. I know. The fear of what yeah. it could be like, the fear of having to start over. Or I, I think my fear was, because I don't think I settled, 
I think my fear was, what if this is really what I'm who I'm supposed to be with? And right. if I leave, then I'm messing up. That was right. my fear. Right. But I think we know, like, when I've done everything I can do, this yes, is not going to change. Um, and if we don't know, then we need to go, you know, outside of ourselves and seek that help to kind of get clarity on, like, is this for me? Is this something I should be in? Yeah. So, for me, one of that was a big set, setback for me. Um, and, of course, naturally... I, you know, you think about all of the time you put into something, all the energy, all of the everything, and mm-hmm. it was like, man, like, can I walk away from this? What are people going to think? Like, my girls had already put $100 down on their dress, and I was like, man, like, this is... My girls up. was about to buy their dress, and I text them like, hey, hold up, wait yes, a minute. you saved them, thankfully. We had, bought, we had already paid on our trip, yes. like, everything. But, you know, the crazy thing is, that was not a set back it that wasn't. was the most amazing set up it was almost as if life had threw me alive listen and you i was got available the best to jump for and you dunk ever that. yes ma'am <laughs> so with all that being said um i broke up with well my daughter's my oldest daughter's father broke up with me a month not even a few weeks before i ran into my husband again and i say again because we went to college together yeah we did not date in college. We were nothing more than friends. I think I tried to hook him up with, like, three of my girlfriends. <laughs> I was like, hey, he's going to be a great husband one day. Somebody better snatch him up. <laughs> but you wasn't even considering it I wasn't yourself. even thinking about him. He yeah. was a great guy. He was nice. He was younger than me. He was an athlete. No offense. But I was like, I ain't trying to do that. <laughs> you know, athletes be out there running their little games, and I'm not playing no games. They be out there thotting and bopping. Yeah. And I was never that girl. I was different. I was to myself. I didn't really want the limelight. Um, but you know what? That's who God had for me. And um, we came together at the right time uh, because potentially how we timing come is then, important oh, though. Timing, timing is, is very important. Timing is everything. Same thing I say about you know my guy. Like we've known each other for ten years. We deployed to Iraq together in two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Like we've been friends for all these years, but we never would have been together right now if we tried then or tried years later. Like this was the perfect time for both of us. Yeah, for I mean, sure. I think timing is critical, and, I, and I, honestly, over the years, I've talked to a lot of women and females, and they're like, you know. I remember a mentor of mine, I'm, I'm a big advocate of mentorship, but a mentor of mine once said to me, she was like, how in the world can you jump back into another relationship after what you went through? And I said, <laughs> for me, right, the fear of never, ever loving again, never feeling Holding love, that off, keeping that wall and, up. And, yeah, keeping a wall up and being in that closed off space is greater than the fear of somebody hurting me. And True. ultimately, I just trusted that God has something better for me. I, I prayed for that I prayed that he prepared me for my husband and my husband for me and I just felt like they are like having a ball yeah they over there loud we outside we outside patio patio because we in Hotlanta yo this traffic was god awful today we waited 30 minutes just to turn into her hotel literally we was right by the hotel literally I'm not moving 30 minutes she took a whole nap she took a whole nap a whole entire nap and I don't nap y'all okay (laughs) I'm a mom of four there's no such thing as naps so um anyway point is that um you know timing is everything and I is this this cute little story that I like to tell people but basically if I had not been willing to walk away and if I had tried to make it work and go back and run behind him and no we can work this out after we had already been trying to work it out for years let's be honest you already know you working Uh, stuff out when it ain't working anyway uh, um i would have never crossed paths with my husband because i never would have went back to homecoming shout out to hu the real one hampton university oh lord and went back for homecoming which was like two weeks later and ran into him 
and everything was history from there. So timing is critical. And he make her so happy, y'all. Like I be so happy just looking at them because they are like, I know people say don't say couple goals or relationship goals or whatever, but they legit like. They're so cute. They're they're disgusting. It's so you. cute. I, I mean, you know, this is the thing about couples goals and relationship goals and hashtag love, hashtag all of that. <laughs> <laughs> because I get it. I get the DMs. I get the how do y'all do it? And, you know, you guys are still in love. I mean, it's been like 15 years. People And y'all been married 15, how long? Married for 10, together for almost, almost 11 years, though, because January. We're going on 16 and 11. So 11 is our magic number. But anyway. Oh, yeah, it is. Um, that was his uh, player number? Yeah, that was his basketball number. But you know what? This is what I tell people about that. You know, you can have couples goals. And, I mean, there's nothing wrong with being inspired by someone, something, a color, an outfit. You know, like you can look at it out and be like, oh, that's so cute. And then you put it on like, oh, this is not this look don't good look good on me. On me. Yeah. You know, so inspiration is great because inspiration is exactly that. It inspires you, uh, right, to go out and create something. But you can't always necessarily have that something. Or you may not even always want that something. But yeah. inspired to create what you want so this is what i tell people like yes our relationship is our relationship it's not perfect Mm -hmm. um we probably bicker like brother and sister because probably because we have been together this long and because ebony Um, begin on his nerves i probably get on his nerves (laughs) but trust and believe he gets on mine um but this is the thing grass is greener on the other side it is let's like we're not going to deny that anymore because i hate when people say is the grass really green no the grass is greener you can see that it's green but you need to know, somebody is working their behind off yeah. to keep that grass green. True. Okay? Somebody is watering it. It's being watered probably twice in the summertime. <laughs> you are aerating that bad boy outside of the season. You are cutting it. You're cutting it to the right length so it doesn't get burnt because it's too short. <laughs> you can't have it too tall. You know, you, you know are, a lot you, about grass. I know a lot about grass. My daddy's from Mississippi. But Woo-hoo, point, Mississippi. <laughs> shout out. But the point is, anything requires work. Nothing is what it looks like without putting in work. True. So that's the message. Like, you can have your couple's goals, your relationship goals. You can have all that. You can be inspired. But know that when you get in yours, you have to put in work. Facts. That's like any relationship, though. You can't just, you know, just because, you know, you got somebody that's amazing or, you know, listens to you or any of the stuff that you didn't have in a previous relationship. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't put in work in this relationship. Right. You know, you have to be the same way you want them to feed into you. You have to feed into them. Yes. You know, you have to water them just like yes. they have to water you. Like you have to help each other grow. Matter of mm-hmm. fact, I posted something. Let me see if I can you find it. You gotta have that sunshine out on them. Nobody want to be living up under no cloud all day with rain. True. But I posted something. Let me see if I can find it so I can tell y'all. So I posted today. It says, if I'm lacking in anything and you love me, teach me. Don't talk about me. And that's that's real. If, yeah. if you love me, help me with the things that I'm struggling with or living with or not, you know, being able to do fully. Like, and the same thing for you. Like, where I'm weak, I want you to be strong. And where you're weak, I want to be strong for you. And that's how great relationships are really oh, yeah. formed and, and maintained. And, you know, because nothing's going to always be perfect. You, Nobody you, is perfect. Yeah, you're going to have those issues, but you have to put into it. And I think with my last relationship, I was the only person putting in and watering and doing all these things. Mm-hmm. And I was the person getting all the negative and the, the, the backlash and yeah. stuff like that. Like, the other person was never fighting with me. So, you know, you can fight so much, but if you're fighting by yourself, I mean, you just... <laughs> fighting by yourself that's, that's like playing that's like playing mortal Kombat with the with with the computer and you just standing there not pressing no buttons and the mortal Kombat computer version beating your your behind like yeah. you gotta do something bad you gotta have two people giving and putting forth effort so that's really important yeah i think you know relationships honestly for ladies we gotta stop thinking that 
Um, one, there's a perfect guy out there. Ain't no perfect people, period. Two, we got to stop thinking that we're perfect because we're not. I definitely ain't. Uh, we need to be honest with ourselves. We need to have self-awareness. I mean, you need to look at yourself in the mirror sometimes. Like, I have to check myself on a regular basis. And, you know, like, ew, do, would I want to be with someone who's, who's acting like this? Or, yeah. you know, sometimes you have a, you know, a bad day, bad times, and you just... You know, can't you take get, it out on that other you person. Can't take it on that other person. Or if you do, you know, backtracking and saying, I'm sorry. I had a really rough morning today, you know, and then and, and just being honest with who you are and yourself. But True. we need to um, realize that the setback is not always a setup for True. failure, but more so a setup for success. You know, and just really recognizing that fear that's keeping us in a situation or in a position that we know we need to not be in. Yeah, I agree. That's kind of like, you know, my biggest thing. A lot of people are like, well, how do you make it work? I mean, really, you can't make it work if it's not even workable. True. I mean. Very true. You know, there's just certain, you got to have your hard nose. And I'm not saying you don't accept certain things because there's there's going to be temptation. There's going to be yeah. circumstances. But, you know, there's just certain hard nose that you just like, look, I can't take this. I'm, I can't bounce back from this. Yeah. Um, because otherwise, you're just, you can't just sit in the quicksand and sink and think that you're just going to be able to pull yourself out of it. Yeah. It's you no, gotta it's work. Possible. You gotta work at it, for sure. But I definitely, I definitely agree with what you said. How, you know, it's not always a setback. Sometimes it's a setup, a set, a come up, a, a you know, something that you know everything happens for a reason. Everything really happens for a reason. And and in the moment when my engagement was called off and my ex broke up with me, I was like really hurt and I was really confused and I was really like, you know, I worked so hard at this. I really wanted this and I was like, well, what am I gonna do now? But you know, as the months have progressed and the time has gone on, I'm like, wow, this is what that was for. You know, this is what is going to happen because that is finally gone. Or even the job, you know, like, even though I'm so excited to get this new opportunity, I'm, I was still like, dang, like this happened. But I think I was in such a good space that, like I said, this just happened two days ago, y'all. But I'm in such a good space that I'm like, okay, it sucks. I got to figure out what I'm going to do about money for the next couple months. But I mean, I got such a great opportunity coming in. They hit me up today even talking about they might try to give me a higher grade than what I initially applied for. Like, listen, mm-hmm. I'm so excited about that. So it's, it's definitely a come up. Yeah, It's definitely it a come up. And God is definitely going to provide. Amen, amen. It's going to provide. So you just got to trust. Go ahead and jump out the helicopter like we did. Oh, Lord. And know that that um, parachute is going to pull at some point. I hope it do. We and you're going to on in. I'm super scared of heights, though. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I be freaking out. <laughs> Yeah, no, the setup is um, definitely a, it's, it's amazing. And, and a part of that, too, is making the best of the setup. And the other part of that is looking at the quote-unquote setback mm-hmm. and thinking, you know, for me, um, there was a amount of time that I was with that individual. But, I mean, I have a beautiful daughter who Gorgeous. changed my entire, you know, worldview. She gave me life when I didn't even know or I thought I had life. Yeah. But she just expanded my whole mind and my concept and you know, so there's so many things that you can get out of a situation. You don't have to look back and think, man, I wasted my time or I wasted this energy or what I should have, could have, would have. Like, no, you just realized that there were some good things that came yeah, from Yeah, you that. learned some things you from learn, it. You learn, you grow. You like, grow. I became stronger, I definitely grew. more confident, more my clarity, my vision became more clear. Yeah. You know, you start to just own what who you are and what you want. So allow your situations that don't quote unquote go the way you want to 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 teach you some things true that you can then go on and move forward and, and not make those former mistakes but also move forward as a better version of yourself 
I mean, even to say that, like, I've been wanting to move since I moved to Atlanta in 2014. Right. And because of my ex, I stayed. Right. And now I finally get the, get the hell out of here. Like, first of all, this traffic today was ridiculous. Ooh, they did, like they said in New Orleans. <laughs> and that's one of the reasons I hate it here. But just other reasons, too. People do the most here. Like, this is really black Hollywood or whatever. But <laughs> I just really ready to go to a small town and just when I want the big city life, go to the big city. Yes, but that's another thing. Like, I get to finally leave. Like, I'm not being held here no more. Not that I was being held like against right. my will but i stayed because he stayed so i finally get to do what i want to do right. so that's that's another that's another thing. topic for another day because around mother's day somebody had posted this amazing post that spoke such life to me but it was like so many times as women we spend our whole life being something for somebody else at oh, what yeah. point do we walk into being who we want to be for ourselves you start out as somebody's oh, yeah. child then you become somebody's you know girlfriend then you're um somebody's student then you're somebody's you know wife then you're somebody's whatever and at what point in life do you decide i'm gonna be who i choose to be for me so what i'm hearing you say is this is my first opportunity to do what ashley wants to do on ashley's terms yeah true or do what ebony wants on ebony's terms oh yeah ebony is about to live unapologetically you've been living unapologetically i've been living unapologetically why do you say that fast? It's unapologetically. Unapologetically, but I'm about to. <laughs> it's time to just soar and live and just not worry about what it looks like, what people think, because people don't have their opinions. Anyway. That's how I've been all 2019. I've not been giving up. Ever. Right. It's above me now. It's way above me now. <laughs> Listen, I don't care. I'm doing what I want to do. So should we cheers to that, that the set I don't have back a drink. is just a set up? My drink is gone. For success, honest too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so fake cheers. Ding. So tell them about what you're doing with Granger Financial. So in case somebody's looking for it, they can. So guys, um, Granger Financial, basically we are um, able to write insurance and financial services. Um, and we cross multiple states and multiple different lines. So if you need life insurance, health insurance, auto insurance, homeowners insurance, um, we are the company to call. Give us a call. Um, With a billion years of experience. At 1-866-973-1128. And soon our website will be coming to you. Okay, okay. Was there anything else you wanted to talk about? No, I think that's What's the 1% for? there's a party out here. Oh. Uh, so she's asking me what's my 1%, so I will leave y'all with this. On my um, Apple Watch, I have this little quote on my little backdrop. And it says, in order to become 1%, you must be willing to do what 99% won't. Oh, that's so good. So we all have goals. Remember we talk about them goals, the grass is greener. Um, I don't care what it is, whether it's a career goal. You know, I want kids. I want a husband. I want the next new job. I want the corner office. I want my hair long. Okay, well, you got to be willing to put in some work to get that hair long. I did. I put in some um, work when she put it in for me. Ow. But the point is, <laughs> you have to be willing to do... What 99% won't, and that is just putting in that grind, yeah. that effort, that determination, that perseverance. I think I said, oh, so I, I just I just had a, a magazine article done on me through an online magazine, Voyage ATL, Woo! shout out to y'all. And one of the things I said was, you know, you have to be willing to sometimes work a full-time job, nine to five, and then go home and devote more full-time hours to your dreams if that's what you really, really want to do. So that's that extra, you know, do what that 99% won't do. Right. Because 99% people ain't going to work a full-time job and then go home and put in some mm -hmm. more full-time hours. Like, you really got to be devoted to yourself to do that. 
so I agree. But where can they follow you at if they want to follow you? Do you want to give them your personal uh, social they media? They can follow me right now. She be posting the longest <laughs> messages on her pictures. Her pictures be, first of all, her and her family live the best life ever. Like, they be traveling. Her two-year-old was giving me life in Spain a couple of weeks ago. Like, yeah, so you might want to follow because you'll see some beautiful tropical You can follow places. me at Mrs. Mrs. 11. I think it's just Mrs. 11. Yeah, yeah Mrs. 11. Um, I am definitely working on transitioning my Instagram, but right now I'm at Mrs. underscore 11, oh, the Mrs. number 11. 11. And um, yeah, come journey with me. I, I do post my travels and stuff with my children. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Happy Hour. Be sure to go follow me on Facebook at Therapy with Ashley. You can check out my IG at Happy Hour with Ashley, or you can even check out my website, www.ashleyjohnsoncounseling.com. Thanks for joining the Happy Hour. If you want to be a supporter of this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes, click the link under the details or go to anchor.fm slash happy hour with Ashley slash support. And once you're there, you can choose to become a supporter with 99 cent a month, $4.99 a month or $9.99 a month. Again, thank you for joining Happy Hour. Remember to like, share, subscribe and make sure you listen.